Vanessa. And this is Shit on the Table. You're a whore. Sorry, it was just <laughs> We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your week? So, it started Literally up. a week. Huh? Yeah, it's been a week. <laughs> yeah. This is where we're doing back-to-back episodes because I'm having my reveal party next Sunday, which is the Sunday that we would be recording. So It's a gender reveal, guys. So lame. <laughs> but I get to dye her dog. Yeah. So maybe we'll post it on Instagram. Yeah. Like I mean, we'll have to now that I mentioned it. I know, right? Possibly. Okay. I'll, I'll do it like in a month because <laughs> I'm so great at posting. I know. It's cool. So yeah, yeah you guys will see like something yeah makeshift and like i was watching tiktok today and i learned that social media is dying so it's kind of almost like a good thing that i don't post so i mean yeah i think it is only because it's like it's so toxic well she it's from like a social media uh, marketing perspective Mm -hmm. and she's saying that like people are literally like literally leaving platforms because it's they're just one big commercial yeah they're she's like it's just a whole bunch of weird companies she's like not all there are good companies out there especially like small ones who are trying to make that hustle but once everybody starts advertising you don't know how to differentiate like authenticity anymore exactly and that's exactly like what she was saying is that like you're losing the authenticity of companies and these companies literally think you're stupid Mm -hmm. and like the customer service is horrible the way they treat you is horrible and so gener our generation and then the generations after us like the older gen zers we're fucking tired of it and so now we are in search for like authentic companies which i find myself actually doing and not realizing it and it's linked to the whole social media thing. Let me just say, like, I hope this doesn't happen to TikTok because I learned so much off TikTok. I know, but, like, when we're learning things off of TikTok, like, all the cool stuff about TikTok, and I really hate that they're starting to formulate, like, their platform more like um, Facebook. So I'm hoping that Instagram starts taking, like, because Instagram has the Instagram stories and like mm-hmm. they can do the reels and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm hoping because in- Instagram kind of is pretty solid as far as like. She lumped Instagram in there too. She's like, it's just as bad. Yeah, but it's not as bad as like TikTok starting to get like now they're posting more ads and they now they're doing a thing where you can buy your views just like in Facebook and Instagram. You can buy your. Well, um, yeah, but your audience. I mean, Instagram, in my mind, seems like <laughs> an advertisement. Like you're either an artist, art, or you're just posting photos of your butthole and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what the Insta- dark side of yeah, Instagram. Instagram only had a few categories for me. TikTok was a little bit more sprinkled with cool things like butthole shaking and then like education education and i follow a lot of groomers so it's like a lot of grooms and stuff like that so yeah like networking and stuff no just looking at their stuff i don't Mm. do anything i'll comment occasionally somebody put like a clipper vac just like some action of a clipper vac and i was like ooh yeah (laughs) 
And that was it. Like, I don't really Was she using it with the grain? Or against? With the grain. Nice. Yeah, but it was just like... It was just cool. Anyway, um, but yeah, social media is... It's... It's... We're kind of past the brainwashing. Yes. We're very... The millennials, I want to say... Because my mom, she's still kind of... I don't know. It's with her. She's a, a Gen X, right? Yeah, she's Gen X. She's actually the early Gen X, but um, or the forgotten, the forgotten ones. But anyway, she's like still like easily brainwashed from social yeah. media, and I know a lot of my family members are as well. But for the majority of millennials and Gen Zers. It's really easy to skip past the misinformation or mm-hmm. we're easier to question things because of it was bombarded on us for so long. Yeah. And it's we're just tired. like we're also tired. We just don't want to be constantly looking stupid. Yeah. Even though I spent all, all of us day at on one TikTok. point have been. <laughs> huh? Is it even though I spent all day on TikTok today? Lucky. That's all I did. But anyway, my week where was I going with this? Anyway, so, like, my week uh, started off pretty slow. Like, mm-hmm. kind of slow. It, it was, like, normal for on a Tuesday. And then all of a sudden, it just got, like, almost all of my June is pretty much filled up. Yeah. Like, all every Saturday for June is filled up. Next week is booked are just coming in and I'm really tired today I did two mini doodles a doodle a standard poodle a standard collie I think they're just a collie whatever she's a bitch (laughs) I hate her I hate her so much she's not so bad that I have to fire her like she's not aggressive but she's just such a pain in the ass and then my apprentice she was like, oh, just so you know, I did some, I, I'm going to do a groom school dog today. And I, I told her when we first started, like, talking about groom school, don't do that on Saturdays. Like, book dogs that you already know how to do. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I book, and it's because she networked and she put herself out there and she contacted. So it's a dog that she went and got herself. She went and got it. And okay. I'm giving her, and like, all of the praise and you know everything for that because she initiated everything Mm -hmm. and good for her because she's been she's had a problem all year with initiating um and putting herself out there and so she did that and the dog looked phenomenal and it's good it's her first doodle groom and i only had to fix a couple things she did everything and it was it was a style cut it wasn't a one length all over Mm -hmm. um but I, you know, I still had to be aware of it, and so it, it still took time. It took her like six hours to do. It was a huge doodle. It was probably a ninety-five pound doodle. Six hours. Well, wow. Yeah, you had to take breaks. And yeah, it was took, it old. No, it wasn't. But she had never groomed. She's only groomed three dogs. What? I thought she was grooming more. If she's grooming on her no. own. No. 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 <laughs> she's groomed. This is her third groom. She has one dog that she's groomed twice so far, so she has... 
Is she still Ada. having problems, like, with being bounced around and shit like that? And that's no, why she's not, not anymore. No, no. Now we're just focusing on her grooming. Oh, that's good. But it's, it's, she suffers from anxiety and, like... Join the club, chica. Yeah. So it's really hard getting her past that threshold. And now she is initiating more um, communication with, like, people who could be potential grooms. And she looked at this dog, and he was a hairy beast. And, of course, they sent her a picture of a, a cute little teddy bear doodle. Uh-huh. And so she gave them what they wanted. And the dog had a really cool coat. It was coarse. So, so how come she has to be the one to initiate? Like, when you're booking, like, when someone's booking an appointment, how like, if you're booked up, then they should start booking her. She's not. We do. <clears throat> I do. And offer, like, a discount. I do. I do. Me and her are the only ones who book dogs. Uh, and so when it's... I still have to kind of put it past her because she's not at the level where I can just give her dogs. She's not at the level where, like, if the dog is difficult, she can handle it. Well, of course not. That's why you're vetting these dogs mm-hmm. so, on the phone and be like, okay, well, this appointment, you know, before you offer an appointment, talking to them and be like, okay, yeah. what kind of dog? And then yeah. we have this available it's with our apprentice. It's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, we've been doing that. But it's it's really, we have a lot of fancy customers, so it's really hard even if we say discount, 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 they're not, like, they're not okay with that. Like, today, she, there was this one dog where she was, like, hey, it was another doodle, and they're, like, they're new, brand new, and she still offered the the groom school discount, you know, for this doodle, which uh-huh. I'm proud of her to do, and they flat out said no. They want to pay the full three hours. That's fine. So, yeah, it's just getting those dogs in for her is a little bit challenging in, with our setup. And even even a, a lot of the clients, they don't care about discounts because they don't, which is nice for me. But, yeah, it looked beautiful. Hmm. I guess I'd be a little bit more aggressive. Like, this is all we got, bitch. <laughs> or you got to wait. Yeah, there's this one dog that I'm hoping goes to her because I can't deal with the mom I've only groomed the dog once but he's always so matted and the mom is so well off Hmm. and I don't understand why he's so fucking matted like he's beyond beyond repair because people are lazy they they expect us to do it yeah and it's like that's not the case yeah like you either maintain your dog at home or your dog is consistently going to be short. Yeah. Like... Dog's a fucking year. He's only had one groom. Yeah. Like, what is their expectation? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You need to lower it. <laughs> but, I love to lower people's expectations. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, that's been my week. It's been kind of busy. Mine I'm was eventful. Really tired. Yours has been all over the place. Yeah, like, so, I've been consistently grooming four dogs a day, and doing, like, that fifth dog, like, really puts me over, and I'm usually exhausted, so Harvey came, and he helped me, and he doesn't help me often, very rarely, Mm -hmm. this is, like, the second time, third time. Did you just, like, call him up and he just, like, drove to where you were at? No, he was home. It was his day off. Oh. 
like I just I don't know this week I've been just feeling really off and I just think it's hormonal changes but so I was like oh I should have asked you like I was on my way she's the one client house she's got five dogs usually six or seven at home but I only groom five because she does she works with a rescue she does a lot of hospice Aww. yeah so she had a senior dog that had just died um and then she had another dog that had just died that I was grooming so I was actually grooming six I only groomed six once because she brought on a senior um and this one she was her feisty one of the bunch mm-hmm. um and she was really spunky so like her death was like really just out of thin air but she was coughing weird and the she is like okay we need to take her to the vet she's like i just have a gut feeling this is cancer it was cancer she had like lung cancer and it like the vet was like you should just put her down yeah and so she put her down and so now I only groom five dogs. Again, still, the number didn't really change. But, um, so, it's just, like, a really long, tiring day, you know, doing it by yourself. There's a tripod, and he's not bad, but... It's still a yeah. tripod. You still have to help and assist. Yeah, it's just a different type of grooming, mm-hmm. and I've trained him. Once it, the clippers are out, he lays down. And, but, like, the bathing is a little bit of a struggle because he's wet and he wants to shake and he's, like, flailing all over the place when he shakes. So, it's just a little bit more muscle use for myself. And then there's a senior. He's not bad, but with my seniors, I don't do full-on blow-drying. Like, it's on a low setting and I'm brushing and I'm a little bit more cautious. You know, take things a little bit slower. And then there's a terrier he like side eyes you the whole time but he's he won't do anything to you and then they have another senior she's really good she's like got no hair and then they have a schnauzer that's like i do like a seven reverse on and she's like a little bean but so it's just like a long day and so he came and helped in this house like we blow out coat like the tripod the senior and the terrier blow coat and so it's just like you have to wear a mask yeah or else you're going to die yeah and so my husband didn't wear a mask (laughs) so he's dying so like now he sounds like he smokes like a pack a day yes because it's fine hair it's like that terrier undercoat from being shaved Mm -hmm. and so it's super soft really tiny not even tiny and but they're like seniors so it's like dander lots yeah. of dander and just grossness and so because she only gets them groomed every two months mm-hmm. you know but she has a hefty bill i charge her like yeah i do not give discounts and she doesn't complain she gives me like really good um but anyways so he's like blowing the dogs out right and just hairs everywhere. And I was like, do you want a mask? Like, I have an extra mask. And he's like, no. It's fine. He's not even wearing ear protection. Oh, my God. And I'm like... He's like, I'm a man. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, you just don't understand. But okay. And so he's been dying, like, the last two days. Well, then... The- <sighs> Karma's a bitch. I know. And he's just, like, 
I'm sick. So then I'm like freaking out. I'm like, is it COVID? Like, can he have COVID? He's vaccinated. And like, he's got runny nose, sinus, congestion. His throat hurts because of the hockey game last night. But, and I'm just like, no, maybe it's literally from the hair because he started complaining that night. Just like he was feeling congested. And I was like, I bet. I bet. Like, it's from all that hair. Because it was bad. It was giving me anxiety being in there. And it always gives me anxiety. I don't like hair. I don't like hair. I know. It bothers me. And he was just, like, molting. Because he wore cotton. He wore cotton shirt and cotton pants. And I'm trying to vacuum. And the hair is coming off of him. I know, because the last time I <laughs> hung out with you, I couldn't find any of my regular pants, and I had to wear sweatpants. And you're like, why would you ever wear sweatpants? And she's vacuuming me, like, all over my ass, everywhere. And I'm, like, in the middle of bathing a dog, and she's vacuuming my butt. It gives me so much anxiety. I can't watch the hair fall off. And then there's a pound of hair on him. And I'm vacuuming. And there's hair coming off of him. And then he comes home. And I'm thinking, he's immediately going to change, right? Because he's molting hair. No. He comes in and he sits on the couch. I'm, like, literally covered in hair sitting on your couch. (laughs) That's cookie hair. (laughs) No, he's sitting where I'm sitting now. And I'm like, why didn't you go change? He's like, I need to catch up on my day off. And he's playing video games which like that doesn't bother me like you play he works really hard to where he can sit down and not do anything for an entire day and it doesn't bother me yeah you know and so even if he didn't work six seven days a week it wouldn't bother me we're all entitled yeah everybody needs you know like the day to not care yeah that stuff doesn't bother me but what i'm sitting there just staring at him (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to ignore him i'm trying to finally take a break from work before I clean up my trailer Uh so I'm just like laying I take my hour break after work (laughs) and I'm just like off and on looking at from my phone and just seeing that he's still got hair on him and he's just like so infatuated with hockey I'm like why don't you go change I think I said to him like three times he's like I'm not I'm fine. I'm like, it's not poking you? Like, the hair isn't bothering you? <laughs> he's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, okay. Five minutes later, but the hair, the hair's getting on the couch. <laughs> Just, like, fucking freaking the fuck out in my head. He never, he didn't change. <laughs> he didn't change. I mean, he eventually changed. <clears throat> Just not in the timely fashion I had wished for. <laughs> but I appreciate his help nonetheless. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was an interesting day. My anxiety, my, I've just been like all over the place. So this morning, it's Saturday, we're recording. This morning, I go to turn off my alarm, right? <laughs> and... I pull something. I think I pull something in my back. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't feel like a snap or anything. I just immediately felt burning. Like, intense burning and pulsing. And I'm just, like, kind of freaking out. Like, 
why is this happening? I didn't think anything, like, was wrong with the babies. Like, I knew it was all muscle. And I'm like, I have to work. Like, I have to go to work. But I don't think I should go to work because I don't want to make this a bigger issue. You know, because I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, healing when pregnant, I'm sure, is not easy. Yeah, and you, d- you don't know. It's your first pregnancy. Like, you don't know what you can and cannot work through yet. Exactly. So, I probably could have worked and would have been fine but it just was like kind of painful so I tried to sleep it off a little bit so then I woke up when I was supposed to wake up and so like this was like an hour hour and a half later and because I had a late start today and so I get up and I was like okay I'm feeling all right I start moving I wash my face which includes me bending over because I showered last night and so I'm washing my face and I start to kind of feel my back burning a little bit and I was like I should be okay. And then I go sit down to eat breakfast. And it starts burning even more. And then I start, like, freaking out. Because I have nowhere to put these people. Like, I'm not doing more than four dogs a day. It's out of the question. And I'm not working on my days off because I'm dead by the end of my days off. And these people, I service their area once a month because they're about 40 minutes out from where I typically service. So I've just like been laying down in bed all day riddled with just debilitating anxiety about what I'm gonna do about work. (laughs) And I have a vacation this week, starting technically today. And I come back on, I come back on Tuesday, but then I have a doctor's appointment on one of the days that I'm off. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. They might just have to wait until their next appointment, which is a month away. Yeah. I don't know. I think they'll understand. One of them, I don't know if he'll understand. But if he fires himself, he fires himself. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. And then if the one chick kind of fires herself, her dog's kind of an ass anyways, so... And I think the other well, then guy if would be all fine. Of, if, like, half your group fires it's itself, then why I go know. for that one person anyway? You're going to have to fire that one person. No, I'd still figure it out. Because he's been a client of mine for years. And he's actually a really good client. Yeah. And, like, he followed me everywhere. I mean... And I think... If I you know. trust any other mobiles, just be like, hey, can you get my guy in this week? Raisin. If you if you trust any other mobiles and be like, hey. He won't. Oh, okay. Well. He won't. He said he's going to struggle really hard when I go on maternity leave. And I'm like, Nyeh. I'm not. Nyeh. Nyeh. I fired another client this week. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was the puppy doodle that I was yeah. telling you guys about that urinated every time I touched it. And so... And then his other doodle is like a gem. I fired him. He hit me up for an appointment and I was like, look, I'm booked up for June. And by the time I can get you in, I was going to be sending out appointments to all my big dogs. Letting them know that I'm unable to groom them anymore. Because I don't know if you know, but I'm pregnant <laughs> with twins. And he was like, oh, wow, congratulations. Come to find out his wife is a pediatrician. So that's cool. I might check her out. They're not a client anymore, so you don't, like, 
mixing. I do not like mixing business because mm-hmm. it never works out. So, and especially mixing business with someone that has to stab my children. You know. <laughs> Those are Harvey appointments when they have to get shots. <laughs> Or blood work. <laughs> blood work with babies is terrifying. Um, from my experience with my siblings, it wasn't so bad. It was having me get blood work while my siblings were getting their blood work and my sister sitting there very calmly, barely a year old, getting her blood drawn, and I'm screaming at the nurse. Yeah. And I'm, like, a teen. Yeah. <laughs> and she jumped, like, ten feet back, like, what the fuck? And that's when I knew that you can ask... For butterfly needles and I do that till this day <laughs> butterfly needles hurt no they don't yes they do no they don't I beg to differ the I, big 22 gauge needle that they're thrusting into your arm I've had really good phlebotomists at the place I go to um except for this last time she was new I don't think she was new at it but she was new there yeah and it was bothering me but there was always these two girls I would go to, and I would barely feel it. And I would, like, always be like, can I request you? And they're like, no, it doesn't work that way. But Yeah, you get what you get. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I got lucky for so long. And then this last lady bruised me up so bad. Well, I bruise almost every time, no I matter do too, what but needle. like, There's, like, bruise from the needle, but then there's, like, <laughs> jabbing and stabbing. <laughs> yeah. And, like, oh, I am just, just need to move it up a little bit more. Yeah. Like, you're going to make me throw up, woman. My, okay, so, and then another part of the reason why I only do butterfly needles is because my veins tend to roll with the big needles. I don't know what that means. So. You say that every time, and I'm like, sure. The, so basically what happens is, like, your vein starts, like, fighting the needle, and it starts to spit it out, because your veins start, like, rolling, like, breaking out and doing its thing. So, like, you're freaking out and your vein's freaking out? No, because it doesn't happen with butterfly needles. Like, and then they struggle with getting the blood out. And I'm, like, I've learned I have a good system. I keep my, try to keep myself as calm as possible. I don't tense up. But for some reason, like, even when I was going to and from Mexico for IVF, they used the bigger needles and they struggled every time. That's why I looked hella bruised from fucking head to toe because they couldn't get a good vein and then they would have to sit there and wait for my vein to open up with the needle in it to give them blood and my veins like nope and so they'd have to like find new veins and then my midwife they only have big needles they don't have butterfly needles and so she was struggling too and then we went to my regular doctor because harvey was in the room watching and he's like, he never really believes anything I say about myself. And so he actually saw it and was like, the fuck's wrong with, like, your veins? Like, why is this bitch struggling so much to, like, hook and sink your vein, you know? And so then we go to, um, whatchamacallit, my other doctor, my periodontal, or not periodontal, perinatal doctor. And she uses the butterfly. No problem. My vein is giving it up. Like, it's fucking OnlyFans. <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, you didn't believe me, did you? And he's like, no, not really. Because <laughs> you're dramatic. <laughs> I am not dramatic. I know my body. And he was like, that was so quick, even with the butterfly needle. 
because their phlebotomist at my doctor's office fucking hates me because I always ask for a butterfly. And she always has some comment to say, it takes longer. Bitch, no, it doesn't. Like, for my veins, it wa- it wants small, okay? It's size bias. <laughs> On the opposite spectrum, it wants tiny. And it will give you everything you need in a sufficient amount of time. But those big-ass needles, man... They're like, nah. No. Anyways, I did a puppy yesterday. Like a puppy, four month old. Aw, what kind? A multi poo. Yeah, those are common. They're so cute, though. She was cute. She had like big ears, like those awkward ears. Kind of like raisins, but with hair. With like fluffy ears. Like that awkward giant ears giant ear for a puppy Mm -hmm. that will probably never fold yeah super cute four months i was able to do a full haircut on it i always just like introduce the body and scissor up the legs yeah i always do that too and she wasn't bad she was not bad cute little thing but that's pretty much it that's pretty much my week yeah pretty much oh it's fucking hot was 108 was a record two days ago was a record for vegas at 108 two days ago was thursday mm-hmm. yeah i was working that day yeah i was dying just because it was 108 it's a record in our history ew i hope it i hope we don't i don't want any more records it's I, <laughs> we're Vegas, setting records every year vegas yeah, and you know what? I've lived here almost my entire life. And when I when they say monsoon season, yeah, we're not in a tropical climate. But when we they know. say monsoon season, there used to be a, like, a legit monsoon season where, like, Vegas would flood. And now, it barely fucking rains. Yeah, I know we're in a desert, but, like, there's a season for, like... At least rain. I mean, the moisture doesn't stay, but there would be rain, and there yeah. hasn't been rain. We're trading our rain for snow. It's... Okay, listen. It would always snow occasionally. I've lived here for 15 years. I've lived here for 20 plus years. It You're would occa- old. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've been here since I was little, and it would snow occasionally, like... Yeah, but not as much as it's snowing now because it had snowed, like, the first year we were here and it didn't stick. Like, once it hit the ground, it was gone. No. Now it's sticking. Like, we're full-on getting snow. So we had a really bad snowstorm in 2014 um, because I remember we almost lost our car because it was, like, sleet and ice everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then um, 20... 2014, I was 24. Yeah, there was a really bad. There was a really bad snowstorm. It didn't stick for very long, but it yeah, got it's to be sticking. Now people were last year. It was sticking enough to where there was actually ice on the roads. Yeah. Um. And it but last year people made snowmen. Yeah. Yeah. Full, so it's not raining anymore. It's snowing. Yeah. The ba- fables first Christmas or first Christmas there was snow. We made snowmen. I would sing the story. She'd yell at me. Do you wanna build a snowman? And she's like, Mom, shut up. Stop. I don't blame her. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, no, it snows. But it's like it's still it's not 
I mean, it's not that cold. 2014 was a bitter winter, though. It was, like, 30 degrees way too long. I think I remember that. Yeah, that was such a cold winter. I remember how cold that winter was because my roommate at the time was, like, he had a motorcycle, and he trade his motorcycle in for a car right away because of that winter he's like i can't do it again if it's gonna be like this so many regrets he made huh he probably regretted that so much no no the next year when it didn't snow oh yeah and then it was like a really hot summer too that that summer uh summer of 60 2015 right after i had story Uh uh-huh it was so hot like, it was so long, too. Yeah. It'll probably be like that this year because it's already start. It started off late. Usually half of May is, like, you can yeah, it's start nice. in the pool. Yeah. But summer started a little late, but it started off with a bang. I know, and I don't like it. Quickly at 108. No, I don't like it. It used to be July, August is when you had those really high numbers, and it was just, like, you would be miserable for a couple weeks. And I do not want a hot summer. I want a hot summer to where I can go in the pool, but I don't want to burn. <laughs> like, I don't want to die. I know. It feels good. Pool season. No tan lines. What's up? Hashtag pool life. <laughs> My tan looks good. Never had brown titties before. <laughs> Got brown titties. Yeah. You've had this pool for, like... Yeah, but I've never really done it nude. And, like, I am, I don't feel bathing suits right now. Like, I swim in the nude. Okay. I go to Stacia's house and I I swim naked. Yeah, you can swim naked here, too. Okay. I don't care. Like, that house can see you. Apparently, these neighbors can see you. But they already saw my titties, so. You're like, I don't care. We already done that introduction. (laughs) I didn't know, and I turned around. And, like, my boobies are really out there right now. They're very pronounced. Yeah, they're I've nice. never had pronounced tits. And they're very... Woo! It's great. It's really great. But my nipples point downward. Kind of. They're wish, still out. They're poking outward. It's not downward. It's out. I wish, like, I had the anime titties. You know, they're perfectly round. But, like... I don't because I'm human. (laughs) (laughs) So they're just like kind of poking you in the eye. They're kind of coney. I have coney tits. It's okay. They still look nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So wait, those neighbors can see you? How do you know they can see you? They saw you? They just sort of like waving at you while you're like butt ass naked? No. So their shed for their pool is right up against our cement wall. And I thought the cement wall was high enough that they couldn't see, but they can see through the holes at the top. Okay, so, like, their yard is not level. No, it's not. It's not level. So their their yard is actually higher than your level of level. And the people who originally lived there recently... They never were outside. Were never outside. The pool was empty. Yeah. And it was a little old Hispanic lady. She was tiny. She couldn't even reach the top if she wanted to. Oh, and I forgot that they just... They, so they these are new neighbors. New neighbors, and I introduced themselves to my boobs. So, and they were... They're, they've been, like... Harvey has been a spy. He's been spying on our neighbors. 
because he wants to see what they're doing to their house. And yeah. so they're and turfing like, oh, okay. back there where all the rocks were. They um, cleaned out the pool and had a pool guy. They put in a new pump and they were filling it up recently. And So like they're actually going to do stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe they'll get so annoyed with your nudity, just like your back neighbors, <laughs> that they start... <laughs> building the a wall a wall up because that's exactly what the they're trumping me yeah <laughs> build the wall that's exactly what your the back neighbors did yeah the kids kept jumping up and watching you and so, uh yeah but i was never nude and i that was the reason why i was never nude last summer i would go topless sometimes if the kids weren't out but he could always come and like look over and that's what he would do yeah and so then one day he's just like, hey, can we, like, build this up? And I, we were like, fuck yeah, bro. And then the neighbors to the left of us are never outside. And their windows are always closed. I, they're like vampires. The meth house? Yeah. Yeah, because they have, like, tinfoil and shit on their... Yeah, I'm just like, I don't even know. But these people seem nice. Um, I think they're from California. Because mm-hmm. they're only here on the weekends. So, and they sound like cool people. So, we'll see how it goes. But Harvey's been spying on them. Well, I don't think it should matter. You're in your own property. Yeah, technically, you would think that. But I actually researched it, and they can still call the cops for indecent exposure. Why? Um, because I'm st- you're still in sight of children. And so if children are present, even if it's your own property, you can get in trouble for being naked. That's stupid. It is stupid. I would play, I would just be ignorant about it. Like, Well, oh, I would too. I would never let them know that I knew that. Yeah, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just like, it's in my pool. It's my yeah. backyard. Once we remove that or- or- Orlander tree and we fill in that hole, I'm going to get um, those cheap, like, wooden fences that do the X's. Yeah. And put them up so that they can't see. Are you going to get those fake vines, too? If I can find them for affordable, yeah. Because I keep seeing the advertisements for them. I do, too. But they're expensive. Are they? Well, the advertisements that I see. I might just have to look on Amazon. We could just, like, look at Ikea and see what they have and just, like, glue them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to be pretty because I'm not crafty. No. Just, like, put it in there. But, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> Um, but yeah, pregnant and grooming still the same. I'm dying. So, like, next month, or June is my last month of full five days a week, and then I drop down to four. So, oh, we'll wow. see. So, um, yeah, you want to read that? Okay, so, um, we had a shout out from Megan. We read her story last week, and she was, um, asking about. Um, the recommended classes to take at Super Zoo. Um, her and her friend are going together, and she would like the best classes instructors based on our experience. And um, also, if there's anything to do at Vegas, <laughs> there's uh, always something to do. There is always something to do, but especially yes. now that we're completely open. Yeah, you're gonna have so much fun. But um, we can go through it and talk about like. So it looks like classes are gonna be limited days like I, usually they'll be usually it's like three two and a half days yeah because they'll have it they'll have it the date like so we'll, sometimes they'll have like 
some seminars before the actual super zoo super opens. zoo opens and then um yeah so the, but they also have free show and floor talks um i don't remember them actually posting that beforehand i don't think they did um but like when you go throughout super zoo you'll see like signs and like if you go to wall or andis they'll have signs and it'll say like when somebody is going to talk they'll have like a a board and mm-hmm. right in the time or they had that business area where they did remember we got the free food and the cocktails yeah and that was probably because in, that was supposed to be invitation o- o- only and we just i don't think in. so because i was even talking to someone else and they were a groomer oh and okay like, i remember what you're talking about yeah, yeah and we like took way too many free bottles remember we took two. Those compost compostable. You're supposed to take one per person, and we took two per person. I only took one. What are you trying to say? I remember, and they had free champagne. <laughs> Good life. I can't leave it. I just remember it was, they had free champagne. And yeah. I don't even remember what she was talking about. Oh, I do. I remember what she was talking about. It was like, um... Uh... uh <laughs> Yeah, you remember so it, well. it was about like um she was she was talking about uh like a store and like the diversifying as far as like management and employees. So like basically the employees owned the store. Uh-huh. They owned the means of production. Yeah, and so it's an employee based It was an employee ran store. It's like Winco. All yes. the em- once you get hired at Winco, you get stock. Yeah, she was talking about working with a store like that and selling um, products that are compostable, biodegradable, and all that other fun jazz. Yeah. So it was like an eco-friendly seminar, which was kind of cool. So uh, now that I remember it, I but was let's just go there th- for the food. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go through the the grooming classes. So the re- the retail and grooming, like if you own your salon and you do have retail, there might be a few things out there for you, but a lot of the retail classes are going to be the business classes so keep that in mind and a lot can be applied to grooming depending on what you're selling and stuff but it looks like monday and tuesdays is going to be like the grooming class and then they're going to have cpr first aid um on wednesday um and we I've, don't know who the instructions instructors are yet do we uh yeah they Yes, we do. Except for the CPR class. No, the CPR class, I think, mentions it. I just haven't gone through it yet. But I'm going to say I have to redo my CPR class certification anyway. And if, you, if you're if you not CPR certified, just do it. I prefer the ones that they do in class, like in your shop, because it's more hands-on and you have to be physical with, like, a demo dog. Yeah. Like, they bring out the demo dogs. But my understanding when it comes to these... We have to do CPR on real choking dogs. <laughs> totally kidding. We choke them just to, <laughs> just to CPR them. No. But, uh, but for They're my... They're stuffed animals. For my understanding, the convention ones are usually too big to do, like, hands-on yeah. on, like, the demo it's dogs. It's just demonstration it's from just, the instructor. Exactly. And then you're there, you listen, and you understand. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be fine for me because we're just retaking the test or recertifying but that one's up to you guys so um monday august 16th at 8 a.m they had the akc safe handling course wonder wait when is super zoo 
August 16th, 17th, and 18th, I think. August 17th, uh, education's August 16th through the 19th. Super Zoo, the trade show's August 17th through the 19th. I gotta take those days off. I do too. I gotta move my schedule. Yeah, me too. Dang it. So, um, anyway, Monday, they had the AKC safe handling course. Um, I just think it's, it's one of those, like, certificate ones. One of them days. I don't know. What do you think? Like, what? The AKC safe handling course. Um, I think we took that class. Mm-mm. No, no, that was the behavioral class. The AKC... What's, we, what's the description? The American Kennel Club believes that pet safety should be top priority and is a genuine concern for pet owners. We recognize the importance of proper education for health, well-being, and overall safety of the in the care of pet professionals. As a result, the AKC has specifically designed its AKC safe handling, and it goes on. It is basically um, like safety procedures, and it's a certified class, and it's through the AKC. So, so Amy... You, if you get that certification, you're just AKC certified safe handling, so you just learn how to handle the dog safely. Honestly, like, I mean... So, for me, because I think we touched on this when we went to Pasadena, the certification classes, unless it's hands-on, for me, I personally think it's a waste of time. Me too. Because um, I don't understand how you can get certified without being hands-on. So, that's my only problem with that class, or... I guess certification class if it wasn't a cert and it was just a regular class then maybe I'd be interested but the certifications class that we went to other than your sanitization one that you got certified in the geriatric one was a waste of fucking time like it was a waste I don't I I agree I agree she touched nothing on mobile so it's a waste of time for me yeah I I agree and I disagree I go to these classes for like inside or just like you know reaffirmations and like like learning new things but when it comes to like these I don't believe in the certifications that they provide it doesn't go towards anything it's not like I'm getting something that is going to be like we said like wholeheartedly or worldly like it's I'm not going in and I'm getting like a, a ticket off to a bachelor's degree that's not how it works you're getting a little piece of paper that says see i don't dis- from super zoo and you get like a little like i really like taking risa risa's class risa wisdom yeah but you get a little core you get a little fucking certificate that says i took a class on asian i don't South. disagree with getting the certs in classes like to me the risa wisdom class is an appropriate time to get a cert because yeah you were hands-on when you're not hands-on and it's a hands-on style class that should be hands-on, then like you're to not me being it's tested. A waste. You're, yeah, a lot of these is that you take the class and then you certify, but that's not how, in my mind, how certifications work. It's like you have to pass something. Like you have to, like you said, yeah. hands-on have a complete understanding of how it works, because otherwise, then you're just getting the paper for what. Yeah, for to say you took the class to for face, then yeah. it shouldn't be called a certificate. But they're a certification. All, they're all certification programs, no matter what. They're all. But anyway, the AKC safe handling course. Take it your own discretion, basically. Yeah, and and that's and my thing is is like 
if you don't know how to do certain things or you struggle with certain things or you've been in a salon that is like giving you a lot of anxiety because you feel like something's off go ahead and take these courses and that way you can bring or if you want to try and specialize in bad dogs yeah or yeah because it's about behavioral right so no it's 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 the akc safe handling course so basically it's going through just policies and procedures it's going through policies and procedures then i misunderstood this whole thing yeah well no because we were talking about certification it's not it's not a hands-on course so um it's going through the safe handling certification focusing on pet care health and safety so it's gonna go over the basics of do you test after this no okay there's no test you go to the class and then you get the certificate Ah, okay. Yeah, so it's acceptable animal handling guidelines, implementing basic safe canine handling skills, handling difficult dogs, reducing stress, and pet through handling techniques. So it's just talking about handling the dogs. And honestly, I don't, I don't not think that these things are important. Um, just it's just the context to which you take these classes is kind of like there's a lot of people. It's not personable. Like, you have to really pay attention. And if you don't already have this knowledge, um, yeah, take this class. Yeah. But, so, there's the demo. uh, Coat sculpting, you can do it, too. It's Creative Stylist for Abstract Design by Melina Khan. So, her free stuff is fun to watch. I'm not going to go to this class. Because I'm not going to use any of it. So the sculpting is just for creative. Yeah, this is going to be coat sculpting for show ring and salon dogs. Learn techniques to wow your clients. And she starts with a a blank dog, blank canvas, and then she takes, you know, designs from there. She is really fun to watch. Her dogs look super cute. It's one of those you have to trust the process kind of situations. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, that's not going to work out. That's, what is she doing? And then all of a sudden it's like. It's art. It never, it's like working with a blank canvas and painting. Yeah. It doesn't look right at first and then it comes together at the end. If this is your jam, she's really fun to watch. I would take a Melina class. If yeah, I did creative. But That's I don't. the thing. If I did creative, I would take her class because she's she she she's really easy to listen to. She's really easy to understand. It's she's funny, and you do have to trust the process with her. And she does well, with have, anybody that does creative. Yeah, yeah, but it's like she you her visions are at least three steps ahead of what you're watching. So, but it's fun. I would take it if you're interested in um, doing creative. I'm not going to take it because I'm not at that point in my career where (laughs) it's going to, going, doing creative is fun, but it's not going to go anywhere for me. Um, So, Joe Zaccarello, um, he has stepping up to the table, groomers and retailers, a match made for profits. You took his class at Pasadena. Um, he's from New York, right? Yeah, I believe so. Is his picture on there? No. No? If it's the dude that I'm thinking of, he has, his class was amazing. Um, I think I only took one thing from it, but his class was really, really good. If I'm thinking of the correct Whether you're a professional groomer or pet 
supply retailer. There's a mutual benefit to working together to provide the best customer service. Uh, retailers everywhere are looking to grow their business by offering their customers something they cannot get from online stores, pet services, especially grooming. Groomers everywhere are looking to grow their business by offering unique experiences and products that help maintain the pet uh, between appointments to improve their overall health and well-being. Does that sound familiar? Joe will share techniques and tools designed to help put retailers in a perfect position to grow. Just Google What's him. his name? Joe Zuccarello. How do you spell it? Z-U-C-C-A-R-E-L-L-O. From Paragon School of Grooming. VP of Sales, Marketing, Business Development. Oh, no, this isn't the guy that I took. Okay. Um, so, I yeah, mean, VP at the Paragon School of Pet Grooming. I don't know. I, the gentleman that I took a business class from was, um, he had a very heavy ac- New York accent or it, Brooklyn, but this guy I don't know, so I don't. I, I can't put in any input if he has a great class or not. Yeah, so, I mean. It's a business class. To me, business classes are hit and miss. They are, for me as well. Um, but it's one of those things where, unfortunately, you have to try it. And if it's a miss, mm-hmm. then it's a, it's a miss. Vanessa hates all the business classes, so she doesn't take them with me. <laughs> I always take business classes. And then when I do take them with you, I get annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I take, I like the other classes. So the next class is Advanced Hair and Skin, A Recipe for Success from Dr. Cliff Favor, DVM. He's the guy from Ivy San Bernard. Oh. San Bernard. I was like, is that that guy that we took that class Oh, Micah Knowles? Ooh, I <laughs> stalked that fool. <laughs> um, no, this is the guy. This is um, Ivy San Bernard. Uh, I'd be interested in taking that class. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, would, I do want to take one of his classes, but like... So let me give you a little bit of, this is an advanced course for those that have already attended the Hair and Skin 101 course, which I'm pretty sure I took that like years ago. Um, In this course, we will take the concept learning in the first course to a deeper level of understanding. This will be a common sense approach to research, product selection, dealing with skin issues, and being able to deal with human business aspects of education clients and skin restoration. I think, like, his program, like, his skin esthetician program is a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Because I know this is going to be, like, oh, actually, this is a fucking four-hour-long class. I think this is, like, getting your foot in the door type of class. Yeah. And so then it's, like, okay, I want to further this. Yeah. And to go to checking out his esthetician course. Yeah. And I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I'd taken this Hair and Skin 101 class. But I don't know if it was with him or if it was another affiliate. But it might have been years ago, so I don't know if I can actually take this class. But then, can I just take this class? You know what I mean? Like, how are they going to check? I don't think they do. So maybe I should just take this class. Fuck it. But it's a four-along class. and See, that um, gives me anxiety. I hate the long classes. I love, I love the long classes. Well, no, because then I feel like, oh, my God, I'm missing out. Because they used to stagger classes, and now all the classes run at the same time. And they, so you can't. You can't hop. You can't hop from your classes like you used to. Yeah. So now it's like you're missing classes. So you're not getting as much bang for your buck, in my opinion. That's probably why it's cheaper this year. So, you know, 
that just makes me mad because for four hours what if there's another class that i really want to take yeah that's something you'd have to plan around um but i would take this class i'm actually considering taking this class um lessons learned getting customers to the front door isn't as easy as it used to be this is retail education retail business um, Lynn Sitwanowski. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take this class. You know, after watching that social media marketing chick, I'm kinda She of, made she made me feel like so much shit because it's like you have to put in so much effort. Even though she made it sound like it wasn't hard. What are you talking about? The class that we took together about the, the social media. Oh, I'm talking about the TikTok series that I watched oh. today. She's basically like, it's a waste of money. Like, all of this marketing stuff right now is just a waste because you're not getting the traction that you need. Yeah. And so this is obviously one person's opinion, mm-hmm. you know, but it kind of really spoke to me because it's something that I, I'm seeing myself. And so, like, my parents put money into their advertising for their new business. Yeah, but they suck at advertising, too. They do, but they're doing, like, their Google ads. They're doing Facebook ads. Like, they're spreading their money around for advertising, which is just simple ads. Yeah, and that's what we were taught from that one marketing class that you need to be doing because it's cheaper and it it goes so far. Yeah, no. And the reason why it doesn't work anymore, my dad was talking to me about it, is because you're not the only slot anymore. No. You now have hundreds of people using the same mm-hmm. terms to get them looked up. And so your ad isn't the one that's always sitting there. It's now being rotated. Mm-hmm. And so you're paying all this money for marketing and advertising, but it's being rotated out. Yeah. And, like, to me, like, this is total bullshit. And it's because, one, they want more money. And, two, I just don't think people are paying attention anymore well yeah like two years ago i did a facebook ad i got one out of six months of like doing like on and off facebook ads one customer yeah and it wasn't even like a legit customer and it was like a one and done yeah it's just too hard these days because nobody is paying attention anymore No, they can just go to yelp and read reviews that and i don't even look at the yelp advertisements either i I just go to the business or what i need and then i look at the reviews and then word of mouth. Honestly, I just Google, like, okay, this business, and I just go down the list. Mm-hmm. And but I'm not looking at anybody's. I don't click on ads because I think ads are spam. I think I ads are the businesses that are shit. And I would rather like, why do you need that much fucking flow? Like, obviously, yes. you can't. You don't have any stable customers. Exactly. And so I've built a decently successful business with not advertising ever in the four years I've been open. Yeah, you have I haven't not. put ad money towards advertising at all. And I just remember you making me go to those fucking classes about advertising and you're like, I gotta do this, I gotta do that and then you just got lazy and you're like, I'm not doing it and now you're like, I just fired another client. <laughs> <laughs> and I get phone calls and I, I have one pissed off person I never responded but I haven't changed my voicemail yet and it says, you know, I'm taking clients at the time and like go to my website blah blah blah. but then they text me because i direct them to text my phone yeah because nobody ever listens to the voicemail message Mm -hmm. and so 
I just say like text me for a quick response and then I have the automated reply and it says go to my website to make an appointment but now it says I'm not taking new clients and they were mad they were like you should really change your voicemail blah 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 but like nah whatever you're I don't like, care I'll about get you. to it when I do exactly but like my point <clears throat> is is like I get phone calls I get text messages I just so maybe it's time no to, advertising yeah so maybe it's kind of time to breathe a little bit when it comes to the advertisements and it's like honestly just let your work speak for itself so well because like even the chick was like like what's the purpose of doing all of this social media like people are set like they tell you to post a minimum of three times a day to keep your pages afloat and she's like that for small time businesses who are not reaching out to around the world or across country and you're just a localized business that is an unachievable amount and it's very stressful and people are tired and that is why social media is also dying is because people are just fucking tired of posting all the time and like we went to that social media marketing class she was crazy it was all over the place and like it's very inspirational when you're listening to them speaking about oh how easy it is get this program i got the fucking program the program was difficult and then you had to spend like a hundred dollars a month in order to use the 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 program to its full potential and then you also still couldn't cross post to every social media platform so then like what the fuck are you paying for and so then it's just like all these social media classes that i have taken throughout the years have just slowly eating eaten away at my aspirations of being a social media fiend and just like i'm fucking over it yeah and then if you're on social media way too long people start getting kind of nasty yeah and then you start doing some stupid shit (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so i'm just you know i don't know like i don't i'm not ready to just you know every nothing lasts forever and i know that but i'm not ready to like even just step into that spotlight and we don't have to no i know and it's like why yeah we don't have to and i'm like i don't want to i don't want to be in the forefront of something and then for it to die off quickly and it's gonna it's bound to happen everything happens that way there's no there's no nothing lasts forever and i i can't people need to understand like it's not cancel culture it's just like you're just done it's just it's done yeah but i don't i don't need to step into that well, the more you're in the social media light, the more problems it brings you. It does. It just, it breeds, it breeds toxicity. Yeah. So anyway. So that's our small rant really quick. So anyway. <laughs> on I, this social media class. <laughs> so this is like, kind of like getting your retail going and your business going um, after COVID-19 and stuff like that. Interesting. Um, and it's just kind of like where your business falls like you're questioning it i don't know if you have retail i i'm not sure about the retail so i can't really give you any input on that yeah we don't have retail i'm not going to that class um let's explore cbd an informative expert panel to examine the latest scientific research regulatory and cbd related news dr micah no hey i am not going to this class i am not either but but i love him (laughs) (laughs) he if he was doing his veterinarian class 
He probably is. This is just one of his classes. Oh, okay. You know? I'll take that class because it was actually very informative. Yeah, and you you can never not you can always I'm always okay with refreshing my mind and my yes. eyes. You know. But I don't know. The CBD thing unless you're selling it retail in your store, I wouldn't take the class because I don't think as groomers we should be giving dogs anything. No, and a lot I remember working at this one place and this person was like mentioning maybe you should give your dog CBD. And even at the place I work at now, they sell CBD. And a lot of dogs there take CBD. I honestly don't feel comfortable telling an owner to put their dog on anything. And if they come to the conclusion themselves and put their dog on CBD, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with taking dogs on CBD either. But I just don't feel comfortable because of you know it the regulation has always been up in the air for cbd and you're constantly hearing like new dog treats being tested and finding you know trace amounts of thc and not that i think that there's anything wrong with the dog getting a little buzzed i just don't want that backlash of being like oh my groomer said you know i should give my dog cbd and my dog got way too wasted or something yeah stupid it's just liability that's all it comes down to yeah i'm not about that life um so i'm not gonna go see that one but i do love him he if if you're interested in cbd he puts on a very good class yeah his slides are superior yeah so um and i think if you email him he sends you the slides i email everyone (laughs) that woman (laughs) and i don't have i i forget to download everything and so like if if eventually it goes on anyway have hyperallergenic tearless puppy shampoos and grooming products clarification and proper usage um dr dale sanson phd mba although it's assumed that hypoallergenic tearless and puppy shampoos are mild and can be interchangeable these products are formulated differently sensitivity to allergies becomes more pronounced pronounced with social media although not ingested grooming products can uh need to consider allergies to gluten peanut oils fragrance preservatives exposure to you as a groomer pet blah 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 i am probably going (laughs) it's a shampoo class she loves shampoo class she loves chemical classes i do and i forget everything so i always have to re-up everything but i love sounding smart (laughs) (laughs) immediately after leaving a shampoo class that Vanessa was like lost and she was like just like oh, that was awful and I'm like yeah this is great <laughs> no but immediately we go we went looking for shampoos and we were kind of coming in and out of our natural kick at that point we were still wanting to look at quote unquote natural based shampoos but we're now like not opposed to looking at quote unquote harmful chemical shampoos and so Vanessa's literally at the Envirogroom booth, and she is just grilling this person. She's like, is this hydrolyzed? Like, she said it, like, five times because it was the new word she found out. Okay, (laughs) not only that, it was just, okay, so when you take these shampoo classes, it makes you feel like you've been scammed for years. Yes, it does. And so then I was getting a little irritated because, like, a lot of the shampoos do not have a complete shampoo list. And I'm knowing that, like, as I get older, but, like, now I know kind of how some of the ingredients work on certain dogs, certain coats, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So, like, I don't know. When I saw that they had a completed, because um, they do, they have a complete 
ingredient list. Hi, uh, in Biogram. In Biogram has a complete uh, list. And I'm thinking, like, oh, it's a dupe for nature's, nature's specialty. It's not. No, in Biogram, uh, It's awful. Hated it. And so even though they have a complete list, I read the list, and I was not impressed. <laughs> and so then I was, like, feeling like, is this worth it? I still bought it, guys. Even though oh, was, we both bought it. I, even though I was giving that guy so much shit, I still <laughs> bought it. I felt like I had to buy something because of the grilling this poor man took. I did like their <laughs> ear cleaner, though. But, yeah, no, I don't I don't like their shampoo. The shampoo was not... It's not where I want it to be. No, it was not the business. I think if you're opening up a salon and your prices are on the lower side... But you want to, like, appease to the natural... Envirogram is still not that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not. Put it in, like, a... I don't know. If you have... I don't know. I'm so because, far... Because Brooke and Alana used to use it with their um, their shampoo machine. What yeah. is it called? The um, Bathmaster. The Bathmaster. They had the Bathmaster. And... They're like, that's the only shampoo that actually worked with the Bathmaster. Because master. it was water. It was. It, did, it wasn't too bad with the Bathmaster, but I'm not I'm not about that that shampoo at all. So, yeah. There's other shampoos. Like, Best Shot is a semi-natural line, I believe, and their price point for their product is, I'm sorry, it's superior for that price point. Yeah, I really like Best Shot's products. I mean, I don't use them anymore because I use higher-end product now, but... I still use their stuff for de-shedding. I don't, because I don't really de-shed anymore. I use the Quadruped, which I love. Yeah. Because it saves water. But, like, their line got me through my first two years. Mm-hmm. Until I was able to, you know... Get the bougie stuff. Get the bougie stuff. But, really, honestly, like they're still such a superior product but yeah best shot and i believe it is a semi-natural line so i don't know who dale sanson is and i don't remember the the guy that we took the shampoo chemical class um but i'm gonna take this class because hyperallergenic chillis puppy shampoos grooming products clarification the only thing that bothered me about that shampoo class that we took is he was hyping up fresh and clean yeah, and because fresh and he, clean because is he shit. Work, he works for Fresh and Clean. Yes, but then he was telling us that how many other lines are under fr- Fresh and Clean. Oh, for sure, I'm and sure. And I was like, the fuck? Yeah. No wonder. Made sense. Yeah, Fresh and Clean is whack. It yeah. took like five washes for that Bichon to come out of the Fresh and Clean smell. And I just, every time I got the dog wet, it smelled like fresh and clean. I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't use fresh and clean. They went to a different groomer. But it just was like, mm, mm, mm. Stacey used to love fresh and clean. Fresh and clean. You know, I used to, too. But it's whack. It's whack. But yeah, he did. He, he, He doesn't know anything about grooming. But no, he, he's all just shampoo. He just—he's a he just, chemical engineer or something like that. Yeah, he's a—he just—he's chemist, so he yeah, formulates chemist. it. So he was talking about—he—he he works for f- Fresh and Clean. He develops their formulas for Fresh and Clean. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if this is the same dude. I'll, I'll either though, even either way, like if you can get through, if you like science, 
I, I, I support this yeah. class. If you want to know more about, like, just shampoo-based, conditioner-based, like... Are you going to do that? Are you going to take this hypoallergenic tearless puppy class with me? I might, yeah. Because okay. I don't think I'm going to take any business classes this year. Okay, so then here's the next class. is creating marketing strategy for customers who shop via brick and clicks. Brick and clits? Clicks. Clicks. You wish. Yeah. It's another marketing class. Mm. I mean, the business classes are good. I'm just a little jaded right now about business. I need to get back into grooming passion. I think I've spent so many years trying to figure out the business back end that I've forgotten my passion for grooming. Yeah. And I need to get back into that. I think if you're if you're approaching that moment where you're ready to step out on your own, go for it. Yeah. I'm not ready to step back out on my own. I'm very complacent where I'm at. So I'm not going to take any business classes or retail classes. Don't do what I did and take all business for several years. You need to mix that shit in. Because you're, you're yeah, you're going to get disappointed. And not everything's going to work for you in your setup. Obviously, Vanessa's taken all these business classes. <laughs> and I didn't apply anything. Any of it. It was a waste of time. But yeah. that's just me. And it's because I don't... If you want to be a social media person, then take these classes. If that is your goal, that you want to be all over social media and be elevated, that do it. I personally do not want to be that person, which is ironic because we do a podcast. But you see how low-key we are. And, like, I still don't want to be social media queen. Yeah. Like... It's just not who I am. I like to... I want to be famous without being famous. <laughs> I don't want to be famous. Like, I want the perks of being famous, but not actually being famous. Yeah, but what are the perks? Because I Money? Feel, okay, you can get money without being famous. Most rich, super rich people... Yes. Aside from, like, the billionaires that everybody's going to eat eventually... Yeah. ...are not... You don't even know their names. You don't even know what they do. Yeah, true, but, like... And the managers of, like, famous people... Famous people aren't as rich as the people who are pushing them out there. Well, first of all, like, I'm not actively trying to be famous. Who? Me. (laughs) Like, I'm not actively. I'm not going to get famous off of a grooming podcast. (laughs) I like the idea of having lots of money, but then, like, I think about my life and we're pretty good. Because then fame comes with no privacy and i am like i you know what i can't even lie i'm not a private person (laughs) she's not a private person but she also does not like the expectations of a non-private person yes like she's a fucking hermit yes so like to be out there yes like doing stuff is difficult i'd have a once a year rumor and then like the fucking people magazine that i've died and then i'd leave my house and they'd be like holy shit she's back from the dead and then the same thing would happen the next year and my publicist would fucking hate me they'd be like you need to do more and i'm like yeah yeah i'm gonna do it and then not do it yeah (laughs) you're like i can i can hang on to this cool million for a while yeah exactly i'm frugal Uh uh-huh kind of all right so (laughs) Another marketing class. I'm just going to skip the marketing um, and the business classes. So let's just focus on grooming. Um, Joey something. If there's a marketing class for Joey something or any business, mention that one. Because he's that's the guy that I saw. Joey something. Okay. So the first guy was Joe Zaccarello. No, it's not him. Okay. 
It's like Joey. He'd like he actually puts his name as Joey. Oh, okay. So this is demo uh, up your game scissoring skills with Jonathan David. Uh, I'm not going to Joey Villiani. Okay, okay, okay. That's his name. I like how you add the accent. Joey Villiani. You liked his class. He was. I don't know if he's gonna be in any of these. If he... he, I always see him on Facebook. He's always on the East Coast. I mean, he's on the East Coast. He's from uh, New York. He lives in, like, Florida now, right? I don't know. But if he has any classes, take his class. He puts on a good class. Yeah. So, this is the upping your game for scissoring skills with Jonathan David... David with the scissoring over comb technique that he invented and then it uh, adding contouring to your groom for added style and stuff like that. I'm not going to take this class. Wait, wait, what? Um it's a scissoring class uh-huh. with Jonathan David and he uh. goes over his scissor uh, over comb technique. No. When I see his videos like that, they give me carpal tunnel. Okay, so, like, he has a lot of free videos out there. There's a lot of videos on Jonathan David's technique, personally. I don't want to take this class. Um, It's about giving, like, the most natural look as possible. And thinners really do do that. Yeah. And he does, like, a comb. Literally, he'll run the comb on the dog while scissoring, not while thinning, using thinners. He's, like, a hairstylist but for dogs. For dogs. Literally. Yeah. Like, he's the closest to a human hairstylist, I think. Yeah. And he does have good grooms. <sighs> I don't want to be a hater, but I just don't like him personally. He I was mean him. to me. Oh, well, I don't know him personally. He was mean to me. And, like, I was a baby groomer. No, I'm just kidding. I had been grooming for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, not a competitive groomer. But You're I'm not, not, like, selling shears. No, and I was just like, wow. Like, he was scissoring a Bashan at his booth, um, which is Kenshi. He's affiliated with. And I was like, wow, like, that's so good. You know, I've been doing this for seven years, and I'm just still not, like, there. Like, what shears are you using? And he's like, he just, like, made this snarky comment. God, I could wish I remember what he said verbatim. But he's like, oh, wow, like, seven years you should know by now. Oh, wow. And I was just like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, I'm going to go cry in the bathroom now. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he was having a bad day or what. But, like, that he shit. He was being a dick. That shit stuck with me. And, like, I say go take his class, you know, because then over the years – I do buy Kenshi shears. He has been nicer, but there is just like this background attitude that he has. And like, it's just not necessary. Like, he just always looks miserable in his life. Every, every time I see him, he looks pissed. Like, he's yeah. like, his husband, I, though, is hot. Is he? Yeah. He I actually have, looks like Harvey. I have retching, resting bitch face, but he has like mad, re- like, he has resting bitch face. No, he has resting bitch voice. And face. Yeah. Like, it sounds like he's trying to be helpful and, like, he's trying to be nice, but he just sounds so inconvenienced. Yeah. But he is a good groomer. I can't take that away from him, so. 
the only reason why I'm not going to take this class is not because I hate him like you do. Um, <laughs> but it's just that I've, I've, like I said, there's a lot of him demonstrating his technique online. And watching it almost seems like more work for, yes, a beautiful finish. But um, I'm not sh- I'm not competing. I don't even think that's necessarily a competing tactic, though. No, I know. But, like, the finish, it, it does take... The finish that he produces with his technique is very time-consuming. To, like, to be honest, though, I've seen finishes that are similar that they used clippers. Exactly. So, and, like, still that beautiful... Like, these are competitive groomers who I've seen and like I don't 100% tell the difference other than the fact that when it is a drop coated dog it does have a little bit more like textured look and then it is an I guess an appropriate way to do for like a Westie because that's the first video I saw him doing it on and then he does do this weird tactic on a Yorkie head yeah I seen it on a Yorkie head um which I tried to do for years, and I just kept fucking it up. Me too. So, so I was like, I'm not about this. I, I don't stopped. Know. I think I think you, if you have like his kind of fingers, <laughs> like if, if you're you have a lady, kind of come hands. hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> if you have his kind of hands, go ahead. I mean, I'm not saying. Like, I feel like we're kind of hating on on his class, Hella. I'm not. I'm not but, hating on his class because I don't know him, and he never rubbed me the wrong way. I just don't. I've seen his technique. Like we're not fans of it. It's not for us. It might be for you. Go take his class if you like it. That's all it is. He probably has a very informative class. Yeah. Because he's been informative about his shears that he sells. So I assume he would be informative about the classes that he takes. And he does have innovative shears. Like, the way he designs his shears are very innovative. Like, I've seen some uh, online... I've taken some of his online... Uh, informational things that he talks about his shares and they they are very unique in a sense like with compared to other people's shares or just shares in general the way he designs them so but he can tell you all that at the booth like yeah he does tell you all that at the booth he does so they pay him for <laughs> yeah. so um anyway so these are uh, Bookkeeping, not. I'm not even gonna bother with that. All right. So sanitation for grooming shops, dog daycares, kennels, and pet retailers. Take it. Who's putting on the class though? Uh, Chris Quinlan. I don't know who that is, but it's not my Karina. But either way, if it's sanitation for grooming shops, daycares, kennels, take. I might take that class. Yeah. I would highly recommend it um, because you don't really know. Like, you kind of think, okay, if you think you're clean, you're not. I'm just saying. Like, the grooming salon is just bacteria ridden. Yeah. And a lot of these classes goes into, like, great detail on, like, the things, the bacteria that you're actually coming across. Oh, yeah. And what actually kills it. So you could be using the same bullshit forever thinking it kills everything. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. You're nasty. <laughs> We're all and nasty. And then, and then when you take these classes, sometimes you realize you can't get rid of certain things. And it's okay to be a little grimy sometimes. Yeah. Like, you'll have to get over certain things. I'm grimy right now. It's very insightful. Okay, so <laughs> then, 
Demo Dogs, Legs, Four Ways, Model Dog Masterclass with Lisa Leedy. Um, you get a demo dog? It's the class. It's the class, but she's demoing legs four different ways. No, um, like you get to actually use a demo dog? No, you don't. These are not those kind of classes. Oh, I was excited. Yeah, she creates four popular leg styles on a model dog. Lisa will lead groomers through the hallmark leg styles of every working groomer. Legs are a foundation of dog, and mastering them will allow you to reach new levels with your grooming skills. Um, I can't remember if we've ever taken a Lisa Lady class. We haven't, but she's the canine elixir lady. No, I know. I'm just... Okay, so then we never take one of her classes. No. I struggle with legs. I do too. So on the inside. Some, yeah. Yeah. The inside of legs. If front legs, I have the mm-hmm. hardest time with. Yeah. The, the I can get the outside. Mm, nice. I just... And I, I take my pictures to where it just gets that angle right, where you, yeah. you see the inside, but you don't really care. But that in uh, yeah, I'm gonna take that class. I'm gonna take any leg class. Yes, me too. Leg and ear class, fucking give it to me. Um Demo Dogs, Beautiful Bichon, Breed, Study for the Salon, Allison Rogers, Amanda, Aaron, Allison and Amaran will demonstrate the proper prep work and breed profile of beautiful Bichon Frise. They will explain the differences in style, pet, show. And international grooms, whether you're looking to ramp up your salon, Bichons, add flair to your competitive skill set, and... I'm going to take that class. I'm going to take this class, too. And I think Amanda Aaron was one of the ladies that we watched do a Bichon head, and she showed us how to do the crest, or the... Yeah, the crest. And The crest goes on the back. Okay. What is the little thing over here? I don't know what that's called, but it's the um, it's like the angry eyes. Yeah, she, she she was showing us how to do the angry eyes, and it really was very informative. I believe that's the same person. But yeah, I'm gonna take any Bichon class because I fucking suck at Bichons. Well, I have two Bichons now that go in Bichon cuts, so I have no Bichons. I do. I have Bichon mixes. I'm, just, I'm gonna be like, can I bring my client so I can like copy you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, AKC Safe Grooming Program, Safety in the Salon, another safety one. Um, I think those are, like, a two-part class. I think so, too. Just take them if you want that certification. Um, You need to know about safety. All right, demo. Let's airbrush. No talent needed. Uh, Another Melina Khan um, creative. If you're into creative, do it. Mm -hmm. She's, again, fun to watch. I'm not going to take this class because I'm not doing creative at a place I don't own. Period. Um, Terry D. Marino is going to have a record keeping. I'm not even going to... Alright. This is, this is going to be... I'm sorry, guys. This is going to be a little controversial. <laughs> Demo Happy Faces Modern Styles. Um, it is going to be an Asian and mixed salon styles with Olga... I'm not even going to say her last name, but everybody knows who Olga is. Yeah. She owns Zolita. I like Zolita products. I honestly hate watching her classes. I we took her. one class from her. But she she just rubbed me the wrong way from that class. Yeah. It was just a promotion for her shears. Exactly. I didn't learn anything. Neither did I. And I see all her work and it's beautiful. But yes. she never does a full demonstration on a dog 
and like I don't know I don't like the classes I don't like her teaching and when I see her de- she, I never see her demo at the conventions either not anymore no not since she's parted ways with Itsumi maybe she'll demo because she has Zolita Zolita now. yeah but even then when she, they had Zolita at Pasadena was she at Pasadena? I don't think so okay maybe not. I don't think she had her own booth I don't, you know, honestly, I don't remember. It was such a blur. wasn't really paying attention. Uh, no, they had Zolita at Pasadena. Did they? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of her <laughs> classes. She's an amazing groomer, though. Yes. Okay. And she, like, her work is phenomenal. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I have never seen a complete demonstration of yeah. her working on a dog. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I don't know. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I'm going to go to this class. This is Pet Health and Sanitation Management Panel. So it's a panel. It's a group. And guess who's on it? Cliff Favor. I have San Bernard Guy. Uh-huh. My Micah Knowles. Ah! <laughs> I don't know who Dale Sanson is, but cool. And I don't know who Chris, Chris Quinlan is. but And then they have Karina Stamworthy. So your cream team is on there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'll just skip everything because I've already taken a sanitary class and just go to the panel so that they can I can just hear them talk and go back and forth with each other because you just ask questions and stuff. Um, there's a poodle master class. I'm up in the air with poodles right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll probably end up taking it. It's talking about... Um, how to display correct scissor angulation. I took an angulation class a long time ago, and it was great, very informative. Really talked about balancing and structure of a poodle. Um, and that one was good. Ooh, I might actually take that class since I have those three poodles that I practically had scissor. I yeah, I just have one better. standard poodle that I have to, like, really fucking hand scissor and, like, create stuff with and bogus yeah mine's a mini um but then i uh, yeah so any poodle class i'm probably gonna take that um then there's i love yorkies i'm not gonna take this class it's barbara prunkel a yorkie terrier strong-willed um techniques handling contortionists she goes over all of that stuff um i'm not gonna take this class because i do a shit ton of Yorkies. All my Yorkies are good, so... All my Yorkies, except for the puppy I just had, was pretty good. Are, yeah. are pretty good. And honestly, like... You know, now that I think about it... My Yorkies never want anything fancy. Well, I think hers is more on how to handle Yorkies. And a splash of how to do, like, different haircuts for them. Yeah, it... Um, so if you have like proper oh. finishes on their coats yeah. and um they're the most fun breed to groom and as well as the most are profitable they, are they the, for her for I her. think she's biased she has a Yorkie well <laughs> I mean a lot of people are going to be biased but if you're going to want to excel in something go ahead and ex- like Vanessa wants to take the Bichon class because she has two Bichons and she wants to take more Bichons because she likes Bichons yeah. And she likes to charge them to be her prices. So, 
That's why she's going to be a shunt class. If you like Yorkies and you want to master Yorkies, go to I a, guess that's true. Go to a Yorkie class. <laughs> but I'm not going to take the Yorkie class only because I don't... I don't have a lot of Yorkies. I have a lot of Yorkies, but they're just not... Not bad. No, I just know how to work on each individual Yorkie. Yeah, because each Yorkie's fucking different. They're all different. There's... Alright, so then there's demo, demo baby doll grooming. It's another Olga class. It's another um, feet faces in between. I don't know what baby doll is. It's like another... It's probably another fusion style. I'm not going to take her class. Because I don't like taking her classes. Holy doodle! Doodles are all around lovable breed, and we can all agree doodles are here to stay. And it's a Barbara Prunkle class. It's going to be grooming um, doodles. I have a million doodles. I'm not taking another doodle class because for some reason they're all coming to me. I did three doodles today, guys. Three. I do doodles all day long. I am not going to try to be innovative and get more doodles. I'm not trying to be better than what I already am at doodles. I'm firing all my doodles, so <laughs> I'm not taking a doodle class. I don't mind doodles. I actually have, like, gem of doodle owners. I have amazing but doodles. you know what I find? I'm part of a doodle grooming group, and I find that Are literally... You on the local one? No. Oh. I find that it literally, each doodle owner is different, so honestly, to me personally, that class is a little pointless because even doodle owners can't even come together and figure out what the doodle standard cut is yeah so that's exactly why i'm it's i to me like sure if you have tons of doodles and you might want to introduce a new style to your repertoire but i wouldn't like see i think if you are interested okay I like the classes that talk about balance, symmetry, and, like, style. Yeah. When it comes to and applying that to all different kinds of breeds. I find that when you find learning about the corrective grooming, the balancing, the grooming balancing, and the structure and the angulation and all the other stuff, those look phenomenal on almost all doodles. They do. And you can manipulate all different kinds of coats, so you don't have to have... I don't know. That's what I do on the, my doodles. So, like, I I make shit up because they're all different. Literally, every doodle gets a different haircut. Yeah. Um, social media for groomers. Go ahead. Take it if you want to. Educating clients. Making the best clients. Mary Oquendo. Um, are you going to take that class since you, like, you take Mary Mary's... What is it about? Educating clients uh, make the best clients. Educate, excuse me. Educated clients make the best clients. No, I feel like it's a waste of time for me because I already educate my clients and I don't have shitty clients. She also doesn't want to interact with them more than she has to. No. I, I know enough to get by. I find that the clients just want to know the bare minimum. They anyway. do. Like... If you over, I've over educated before. I have too. And they like glazed over, and then they get offended. I over educate a lot. I have consultations, and I'll over educate all the time, and my boss loves it. But the owners don't give a fuck. They don't. They get annoyed and just like, just do whatever. It, the, yeah, that's exactly because you tell me. information overload them. 
Yeah. And when it comes to, like, what you do, do, want to do and don't want to do, just put that boundary up. Yes. If they ask the question, then give them the answer that you want to give them, the educated answer that you have, and they're either going to take it or leave it. Yeah. That's it. But having to go back and forth with a client because they are ignorant or uneducated is difficult and... Yeah. But this is something that I've been in practice in for years. I learned this very quickly um, at PetSmart. How, because our salon, we were a very informative salon. So we learned how to do this already. If you're struggling on how to do this and be more informative and stand your ground and be able to speak up to your clients, then take this class. Mary Quendo is, she does really good classes. Yeah. She's very informative. Yeah. Yeah. She also has an online program too. Uh huh. That she was, she did our, um, we, she had commercials for a while. Yeah. Positively educated. Yeah. So I, but I honestly think when you start learning more about what you do and like. Yeah, but some people still have a hard time with speaking up to clients no matter how educated they are. So. Yeah, but what if you take this class and you have no knowledge? So you're just going to sound smart? Well, I guess that would work too. Sometimes yeah. you have to fake it till you make it. Exactly. <laughs> fake it. Alrighty. So, demo clipper basics, tips and tricks, and time savers. I'm going to make my apprentice go to this class. Um, it's just basically giving you tips and tricks on how to set up a routine. If you already routine, have routine, routine. Yeah. If you already have your routine set up, if you already have, um, if you and the cool thing is, is that once you set up your routine and you know you have a difficult dog that doesn't go with well with your routine, um, you can make a new routine with that specific dog yeah and it's just like once you start having that muscle memory it it, it gets easier yeah once you know how to create a routine you're able to have like multiple routines all right uh demo caring for challenging dogs um the challenging dog I guess this class is not going to focus on the difficult dog or challenging dog. It's going to focus on you as a groomer, how to set yourself up for success, um, how to step up to the grooming table with a dog on it, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know who Melissa Jepson is. If you want to, if you're ambitious, if you're young, if you're ready for to take on challenging dogs because somebody has to do it no they don't okay well listen somebody's gonna eventually do it at the vet okay so if you are a groomer at the vet you're eventually gonna have to do it but they'll be sedated listen to me what i'm saying (laughs) is saying we don't have to groom challenging dogs if they're aggressive are they saying aggressive or no it's shy it's it's basically like um it's a handling class for you as a groomer how to set yourself up for success um, how to ease your stress of difficult clients and work together as a positive session. So this is basically for you and like how to manage your emotions. Okay, so that makes more sense. Yeah. Than like doing it because your vibe creates a challenging. Yeah. Dog. So basically, it's telling you how to turn your frustration yeah. into victory. And I think this is a really good class. I if, do too. If you are, 
I think listening to Vanessa speak all the time is, is going to help you with that anyway. <laughs> but I think this is a really good class if you struggle with, like, if you're not fast-paced enough for a fast-paced work environment. Or if... Well, then that salon environment needs to change. Yes, but sometimes people can't... Sometimes situations can't change around you as quickly as you would want them. So hopefully this would be giving you some insight to, like... I think it's mostly... Having, having to turn a bad day. Like, for example, like, uh, my apprentice. She's... she Again, she's a baby. So she doesn't know, like, how, like, a shit really just... Like, her having to shit. Or the dog shitting. Or, you know, a difficult dog changing the whole vibe of the whole day. And how to work through that. She doesn't know how to do that yet. And... She just needs to find her her zen yes i think that's all that class is teaching you yeah it's like how to be able to because a lot of times when you are a new groomer and you're still in the learning process your vibe is actually what's creating the dog to be challenged yeah and so once you're able to figure out like Mm -hmm. how to channel that vibe yeah usually the dogs start acting right yeah so, like, you can just listen to Vanessa, but... But, yeah, no, I would take that class if you find that your anxiety, frustration is getting... Yeah. You, you can't figure out how to challenge it or uh, channel it. So, Dermatology 101 for groomers. The skin is way more than what meets the eye. I want to take that class. Dr. Micah Knowles. We have already taken this class, and I'm going to take it again. Yeah, now, did I take it, or did I sneak in and take it? I think you might have snuck in and take it. You were with me, though. It was the one with the slides with all the, like, the skin issues and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember. I should take it again. That was the only class we took with Dr. Micah Knowles. And then we couldn't stop talking about... Micah Knowles. Micah Knowles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Planning for a bad day in in the grooming salon. This is Maria Quendo. Um... She's just showing you how to be prepared for various scenarios and reducing anxiety. I feel like that might be the same as the other class. I'm not sure. Kind of sounds like it a little bit. Kind of sounds like the same thing. It's more groomer-based versus dog-based. I like her name of it better because, like, the challenging dog title made it sound like it was about teaching you how to groom challenge dogs. So maybe then it's like... So maybe then it's like one class is more technical and one more more is more theory or um, spiritual, emotional. Um, wouldn't be surprised if the spiritual class is Mary Aquendo. She's into all that stuff. Okay, there you go. And I don't mean spiritual is in like religious aspects. Yeah, no. Spiritual is in like, like energy, energy yeah. and all that stuff around you demo the art of asian freestyle grooming risa wisdom take it if take you want to do it she's a great teacher she is amazing we I'm, got to take her classes before she boomed and it was yeah an she amazing. only had one book out at the time <laughs> and it now was a like fun four. class i think yeah. we had like 15 people in that class too yeah it was a really good class and she's a really good teacher yeah um so you know maybe i'll take it i don't need to but i you know it's always good to say hi. Um, rejuvenating that wire coat with hand stripping from Victor Rosado. I like Victor. I've never taken any classes with him. I just like his work. And I know nothing about hand stripping. And I want to know a lot about hand stripping because I keep getting requests to hand strip. And I think it would be something good under my repertoire. So I'm going to take this class. 
it's just so hard because like i like how could you find a mentor out here you know yeah, what i mean but i've 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 honestly like at least once a month i have somebody requesting a hand yeah. strip and i'm like um i don't i don't even know who hand strips i don't either so i couldn't even give you a recommendation like we're talking about locally we know of people who hand strip in the industry yeah locally we don't all right the next one is how to clean your how to keep your cleaning equipment clean i don't know if that one would drive me nuts so sounds like like if you want to learn more about equipment yeah it's like keeping your bathing grooming tools clean um you know preventing spread of disease i feel like you could learn that in the chem, like the other class, the sanitization class. Yeah, I feel like they can go hand in hand, and common sense kind of puts it together. Yeah. So I mean, it's up to you. If you know nothing, who take puts it. it on? Chris Quinlan. I don't know who that is. Mm. I'm not saying. Like I'm saying, if you're really new to grooming, go ahead, take these classes. Take all the classes. Yeah. But take I as mean, many classes. I'm just, I'm just not personally taking that class. Selecting salon fixtures. I'm not even worried about that bath is everything i'm not taking this class but um take this class it's all about prep if you don't if you if you feel like your grooming is like prep is everything just not there it's take most a prep likely class. your prep so take a prep class. yeah just like there's something missing you yeah. know like the feeling of your dog is just not there take a prep class yeah um Okay, so this one, ouch, don't do that. Ergonomics, grooming and you. Um, ergonomics is applied science, focus on tools and workspaces. Working with us instead of against us, the seminar will explain and demystify ergonomics as it relates to grooming, including tools, posture, stretches, designed to keep you healthy and pain-free. I'm probably going to take this class. <laughs> um, it's probably going to be a wash because these classes, it's not like you can get down. You're sitting. You, it's not hands-on. It's yeah. not like a yoga class you can take. Well, and I'm curious to see, like, if this class is even remotely going to think of mobile. Because the mobile setup is completely different than a salon yes, setup. exactly. And from what I notice in, and I think I noticed this in Pasadena, too, none of these classes touch on the mobile aspect. Even though mobile is huge. It's growing so much faster than brick and mortar. Yeah. The, it gives people more accessibility. The most that you'll get for mobile classes is how to start mobile and how to be successful yeah, in mobile. Yeah, and it'll just say mobile. Yes, but you don't get how to... Like, I think if people are putting on these classes, you should have demos from the mobile aspect mm-hmm. and the salon aspect. Yeah. Because the way you groom around a dog mobilely than you do mm-hmm. in the salon it's is true. 100% different. I know. So, like, I'm going to watch this Bashan class, and I'm going to think, oh, I can do this, forgetting that this bitch is walking around the table. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go and struggle because I don't have the visu- vis- visualization of being able to accomplish what she's doing or he's doing because I can't do the same thing physically. Yeah. So that's what bothers me a lot about seminars is that I can't physically do the same thing. I just don't like seminars because I mean I love seminars, but I don't like a lot of seminars because I'm paying for something and I feel scammed. 
Yeah, there should be like an accreditation. <laughs> but um, name that spot, knowing your anatomy. I need to touch up on my anatomy so bad because like I get things mixed up, and I can honestly just pick up a book. Yeah. So but could I? Could sit I? up there? Huh? <laughs> I said so could I? It sits up there. So, but this is a cliff uh, favor class. I don't know if I'm going to take this one or not, um, but I could. Uh, infectious disease control, essential factors that keep us um, and our pets healthy. I think these are kind of important to take right now since we just were in and out of a panty. Um, <laughs> Whose panties are we in and out of? <laughs> the COVID-19 <laughs> one. So I think, I think sanitation and health are extremely important because you're working with animals and having the knowledge at least behind the basics of it because there's those people that are like oh my dog got kennel cough at your salon and you're like no they didn't no they didn't and here is why you know like you just it's more shit that you have under your belt drop coats um by allison rogers it's how many classes are there? Are we almost done? Uh, scissoring technique. Jonathan David again. Um, nutrition. I'm not even going to take it, but it is with my canals. <laughs> um, how to choose the correct grooming tool. Olga. I'm not taking that class. Um, pet tech. CPR first aid. I'm taking that because yeah. I have to. It's with Mary Oquendo, too. Um, she might actually have demo dogs there. Oh, cool. Okay, well... um, She, like... I've seen her classes, and she has, like, individual dogs that she brings with her. Okay, Like, little stuffed animals. Okay, cool. So, I have to... I have to take the CPR, and and the first one that we did was Pet Tech, too, right? Or was it I believe so. I can check. Yeah. I still have all that information. So, there's... Yeah, she's doing both of them. And that's it. That's it. Cool. So, CPR... That took us, like, two hours. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Basically, I'm going to take anything that has anything to do with shampoo. And I'm going to take my CPR class because I have to. Yeah. And I'm going to do breed-specific classes for breeds that I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, and legs. And that's it. Same. Pretty much same. And just remember, like, these are our personal opinions on these classes. So you taking the class, a different class that we might not be taking, or even the instructors that we're not fans of, doesn't mean that you will not have a good time i cannot say that enough exactly like not you know not everybody has the same opinion and that's what's so great about our platform is we respect all opinions so yeah like you if you take a class that you really liked and you have information on an instructor that we know nothing about like send us that information like let us know how these instructors went for you and maybe you have different experiences um, but, and then just to touch on, like, what to do in Vegas, you can do anything. Yeah, strip clubs. Strip clubs are open seven days a week now. Bars um, everywhere. Bars, like, Vegas is completely open. To um, everything. Mask optional, depending on the, uh, facility. They're opening up the bigger shows, too, so by the time you guys come to Super Zoo. I'm sure everything will be open. The big shows will be open. Yeah. And then, if you are a natural person like you love the outdoors we have red rock um it will be too fucking hot it will be but giving people options there's red rock if you want a cooler aspect like temperate um mount charleston 
is there. They have tons of hiking. Um, we also have the Colorado River and Lake Mead. Oh my god, it would be so cool if we got a bunch of like groomers together and go tubing. Or rent out a pontoon, which is only $650 for the day. And there is a $1,000 deposit. Okay, see, I was thinking of tubing because then we could just drink and float down the river. Right? <laughs> Pontoon's um, cool, but like... Well, the deposit you get back in full. Okay, pontooning is cool, but like, are you going to fish? You don't... Pontoons aren't for that. Pontoons are for partying. You can't party! You're pregnant! Why can't I party? You, I just can't drink. You can float down the fucking river. Partying is... Either way, it's going to be hot and you'll get sunburned. I don't burn. I already have a nice base. Uh, 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 uh. Oh my god. You burn. Harvey burns. He was out in the sun <laughs> for five minutes and he burnt. <laughs> he is a tomato. I really hope our children have my complexion. Um, because I am horrible at remember putting on sunscreen and I'll have to buy them a hundred proof and put it on them every five minutes. Or if else, they come out with. <laughs> if they come out with Harvey's skin. Ugh. But anyways, so there's that. Um, there's tons of amazing restaurants off strip, on strip. Yeah. Um. Like we have the best food in the world. Yeah. If you're looking for something a little bit more personalized, you can feel free to hit me or Vanessa up. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, we don't club anymore. And if we do club, it's usually a little bit more industrial (laughs) so unless that's your scene and scarlet night is back then it's like we don't do the strip it's one of those kind of things where it's like if we kind of stumbled upon it we'll do it but we don't seek out regular clubs yeah not anymore it's just too crowded it's too much it's too much of a hassle it's more work than yeah. like any fun you get out of it. The only time we ever went on the strip, Vanessa can't do any drugs, so not currently. But um, the only time that we ever went clubbing on the strip is if our friend came into town, and they always wanted to go clubbing, and always wanted to go clubbing on the strip. Blech. Um, so like hetero, I don't know. There's something just about. I love. I just love music, and like me and Vanessa, she was my match on the fucking dance floor we literally like way pre-kids would like go dancing until four o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and then Vanessa got pregnant and then I was trying to find my replacement and nobody ever wanted to club until four o'clock in the morning like uh, (laughs) like how hard is this for you (laughs) but nobody could ever match so I went through like a depressive stage and then we had a little bit of time in between Fable and Story. And then now I'm pregnant and I'm missing the clubs. But, you know, it is. I'll get back. We'll get back. But we're not four in the morning people anymore. We're not in our early 20s. No. <laughs> but anyways, so um, we'll, we're going to skip stories this week. Um, we'll get on to our stories the next episode because we did run hella long yeah just tell us what you guys wanted to uh what you're interested in taking and what you're gonna see yeah and um the the closer we get to super suit the more we'll talk about it exactly yeah exactly so uh, we probably will not do a rundown of classes again no that was a lot sorry guys (laughs) um but yeah just reach out if you need personal stuff like for vegas but honestly vegas has literally everything you could t- tube down the river. You could and kayak. And last year, just so you guys know, we wanted to go all out and get way freaky. But COVID happened, and now Vanessa's pregnant. So, like... 
Yeah. We gotta calm it down. Because I'm gonna be really pregnant at Super Zoo in yeah. August. Like, really pregnant. I'll probably have to carry her everywhere. <laughs> no. I'm gonna have one of those beep beeps. Those carts <laughs> at Super Zoo. <laughs> I'm gonna rent one of those. Hella. You don't have to rent it. They give it to you. They do? Yeah. The hotel has to give it to you. Oh. My grandpa had to get one of those. Any hotel he was staying at, he'd get one. Even if you're just visiting, like, not a guest of the hotel? I mean, technically you're a guest because you're at the convention. Because I'm going to need one. Like, and I have no shame. I will run your toes over. (laughs) And I will honk at people. The only thing I don't like about those things is when you reverse. It goes, beep, beep. <laughs> and I cannot stand that shit. All right, guys. But, yeah, so, all right. Uh, we are out till next time. Send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com. Or you can go onto our Facebook, and our website is linked there. And you can send them from our website. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. Tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Alright, good night, bitches. Why did that take so long? There wasn't even that many classes. Because we talk a lot, it's a real problem. <laughs> <laughs>